Good day listeners and welcome to my podcast. I am Ashley Flynn and I am a second year speech therapy student at the University of Forte. Today we'll be discussing conversion voice disorders with you. I'll be taking you through what conversion voice disorders are, the various subtypes of these voice disorders, the causes, treatments and so forth. Let's start by looking at psychogenic voice disorders. So you may be wondering what are psychogenic voice disorders? They are voice disorders that exist because people have voice disturbances such as a breathy voice, high-pitched voice, intermittent whispering or hoarseness of the voice due to psychological reasons. There are no organic reasons nor are there functional problems. So a conversion voice disorder is a subcategory of psychogenic voice disorders. These voice disorders originate from psychoneurosis, which is known as conversion reactions. So a quick definition of what conversion reactions is, is that any loss of voluntary control of normal striated muscle or over the general or specific senses as a consequence of environmental stress or interpersonal conflict. This basically means that a person will lose control over their their voluntary muscles, general and or special senses as a result of environmental stress and interpersonal conflict. So examples of these causes include chronic anxiety, stress, depression, intra and interpersonal problems as well as trauma. Now let's look at the identification of conversion voice disorders. Conversion voice disorders are identified if the previously mentioned causes are present, if your voice is affected fairly consistently, if there are no organic causes that can account for the disorder, if it occurs in any sensory or voluntary motor system, and if there are any unconscious simulations of illness which a patient may be convinced is of organic origin then it could be seen as a conversion voice disorder as as stated conversion voice disorders originate from conversion reactions and there are two types of these conversion reactions you have your sensory conversion reactions and your motor conversion reactions So sensory conversion reactions include a loss of general sensation in response to touch, pressure or pain or if there is impairment in the special senses of vision or hearing. The motor conversion reactions include having weakness, incoordination, complete loss of movement, control which is also known as paralysis or unusual or bizarre movements anywhere in the body. Now let's look at various subtypes of conversion voice disorders. They mainly have four subtypes and these are conversion muteness, conversion aphonia, conversion dysphonia as well as pubophonia or mutational falsetto. So conversion voice disorders can manifest itself into aphonias, dysphonias and as well as muteness such as falsetto pitch, breathiness, hoarseness and continuous falsetto. Conversion muteness is the first on the list and it is the inability of a person to phonate or articulate. They may be able to articulate but without exhalation.
It is known for being the most severe of the conversion voice disorders. Characteristics of the conversion muteness includes chronic stress, suppressed anger, mild to moderate depression, as well as immaturity and dependency. Upon doing my research, I found common themes in a patient's history, and that is that they suppress their emotions by not being verbal enough about how they feel. The second is that they have a breakdown in communication with someone that is of significance to them. And the third and final theme is that they have shame and fear that gets in the way of their expressive feelings or of them expressing their feelings through speech and language. The second subtype we will be looking at is conversion aphonia. And it is involuntary whispering even though a person might have a seemingly normal larynx. According to laryngoscopic examinations done on a person, it shows that there is normal or partial adduction of the vocal cords on vowel production and even coughing. With conversion aphonia, there are considerable varieties of whispers. You have pure or noiseless whispers, you've got harsh whispers, sharp or piercing whispers, as well as intermittent high-pitched squeaks and squeals and moments of having a normal voice. According to statistics, 80% of patients with conversion aphonia are female and a sudden onset of conversion aphonia begins with a few seconds of whispering and slowly or gradually increases over a period of hours. Let's look at the causes of conversion aphonia. So with conversion aphonia, it starts as hoarseness and turns into an aphonia. It can be triggered by colds and flu and is associate, associated by laryngitis. So when a person recovers from an upper respiratory infection or infections and from dysphonia, it could worsen into an aphonia. The onset of a conversion aphonia might be from fatigue and exhaustion. Um, some patients talk of acute or chronic emotional stress and some of primary and secondary gain. Symptoms also include discomfort, pain and tightness in larynx and upper or lower neck and chest regions. They also speak of emotional immaturity, neurotic life adjustments and mild to moderate depression. Now, the third on our list of subtypes is conversion dysphonia. So conversion dysphonia is very, very similar to conversion aphonia in terms of its case history, personality and clinical criteria, but it is said to be characterized by an unreliable voice. This refers to varying degrees and types of hoarseness, unpredictable pitch, amplitude, etc. etc. Examples of conversion dysphonia include having a breathy voice, high-pitched voice, intermittent whispering, um, as well as a strained or harsh quality voice. Few patients with conversion dysphonia have 
said to have incapacitating psychiatric disturbances and many people or patients with conversion disorders conversion dysphonia adjust to anxiety and depression some people feel that they are better off without having voice therapy while you have others that uh, think that they should go for voice therapy because they want a better voice they truly want a better voice so psychogenic ductus spastic dysphonia is not necessarily a conversion disorder but it could be caused due to a conversion voice disorder it is the hyperadduction of the vocal folds due to laryngeal musculoskeletal tension caused by psychological stress which is also something psychological stress also plays an important role in the cause of or the onset of conversion voice disorders so let's look at pubophonia now let's look at the last or final conversion voice disorder subtype which is pubophonia or mutational falsetto so pubophonia is when for some psychological reason an individual's voice remains high pitched like a pre-adolescent voice where there is no maturing or lowering of pitch in their voice even after puberty it is known as pubophonia it is much more common in adolescent males than it is in adolescent females but do not be fooled because it is present in females but not just not as much as it is in males characteristics of having pubophonia or mutational falsetto includes having a weak thin breathy hoarse or monopitched voice as well as having the inability to shout and vocal fatigue now it is common to experience pubophonia if you are a post-pubescent male due to the inability of your voice your voice's pitch to lower and if you are experiencing severe to profound hearing impairment due to poor auditory feedback now let's have a recap we've got four kinds or subtypes of conversion voice disorders and they are as follows your conversion muteness conversion aphonia conversion dysphonia as well as pubophonia or mutational falsetto and conversion muteness is the inability of a person to phonate or articulate conversion aphonia is the involuntary whispering even though a person has a seemingly normal larynx conversion dysphonia is very similar to conversion aphonia but it is characterized by having an unreliable voice meaning that you have varying degrees and types of hoarseness unpredicted pitch amplitude and so forth and then last but not least pubophonia or mutational falsetto is when for some psychological reason you remain with a high-pitched voice like a pre-adolescent without having any maturing or lowering of the pitch of your voice even after puberty now let's look at conversion voice disorders and their causes and treatments 
So, how do you know that you could have a conversion voice disorder? If you have suffered from chronic stress disorders, anxiety, depression, trauma, and or intra and interpersonal problems, you could have a conversion voice disorder. Things such as roughness of the voice, breathiness of the voice, abnormal pitch, loudness, resonance, loss of the voice, weakness of the voice, hoarseness, and vocal fatigue are all signs and symptoms of conversion voice disorders. Now, when looking at treatments, you have to understand that Treating a patient that has a voice disorder requires trial and error to determine which treatment process works for an individual. So therapy for psychogenic voice disorders as well as conversion voice disorders are usually successful in several sessions without a return of the voice problem. However, there is the possibility that a clinician will need more than a few sessions to figure out what the underlying cause of a problem is in some cases people need weeks months or even years to figure out what the underlying causes are now according to my research i found that psychogenic voice therapy should focus on identifying and modifying the emotional and psychosocial disturbances that are associated with the onset and maintenance of the voice problem they should also know that they should refer to other specialists if there is a situation that is beyond their skill set and knowledge so as an slp or a speech language pathologist you should have superior interviewing and counseling skills as this is vital to both understanding your patient and figuring out what the underlying cause of their problem is now before progressing with treatment a full medical examination should be done to rule out any organic or neurological causes for the disorder after your diagnosis, a client should do a deep search during the time that you take case history and try to attempt to determine the cause of the disorder. So for example, you take you explain to the client that certain stresses or conflict in her life could affect her voice. You should also ask if there is anything that you would deem important that could be happening in her life that could affect her voice. So according to my research, it is important that you refer to a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Now I know that in some cases, there will be people that may not want to do so, but it is vital that you explain to them the importance of going to a psychologist or psychiatrist, as well as encouraging them to do this. Now, when you are doing your therapy with a patient instead of telling a client you should or you could talk if you wanted to explain to them what is physically wrong with them few therapy techniques that could be used to achieve normal communication and normal speech and language so the first therapy technique is coughing or throat clearing 
The second is prolongation to phonated vowels with cough. Production of all vowels, monosyllabic words, any word, simple phrases, oral readings, using simple communication, conversations, conversing with anyone about anything in the clinic setting. And then the last is using a generalization to everyday communication. Now, as a clinician, there are obviously certain factors to take into consideration when you are doing therapy with a person. And one of those factors is the iatrogenic factor, which means that any illness induced, which it refers to any illness in the when all clinicians or speech therapists know that there are certain factors to take into consideration when dealing with patients especially when you do voice therapy or any form of therapy with a person now one factor to consider is the iatrogenic factor this is a factor that or by definition is known as any illness induced by the actions of the clinician this basically means that a client could have an illness that was induced or caused by the actions of a clinician now with this we all know that you should never tell a client that has a voice disorder organic or especially psychogenic to whisper or not to use their voice for days or weeks because firstly this creates anxiety which leads to secondary voice disorders and secondly it 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 causes the failure to use their voice which leads to the flaccidity of non-use of their vocal folds and could cause another dysphonia if you've made it until thus far of this podcast you should be able to explain what a conversion voice disorder is give the subtypes of the voice disorder the causes as well as the treatments i want to say thank you for listening to my podcast i hope that you enjoyed it and this is just some food for thought if the eyes are the mirror of the human soul then the voice is the barometer of human emotion thank you for listening goodbye